Tatooine was just a big ball of dust until R2 and 3PO showed up. But since then, my life hasn't been the same. From a moisture farmer on a remote desert planet to a leader of the rebellion fighting for freedom throughout the galaxy. But now the rebellion faces even greater odds, and I must be ready. I must follow Ben Kenobi's teachings, learn more about the powers of the Force and becoming a Jedi Knight, if I'm going to be prepared for a confrontation with Darth Vader. See it, when the Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back comes to a theater near you on May the 21st, 1980. Call next month for new message. And here we go. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 140 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolachai, and my co-pilot for this pretty quick and very Star Wars prediction, celebration prediction episode, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Carlos Buarguello, the man who at this moment when this podcast is out, is at the bar at Steel's live event, buying everybody drinks. Mr. Les is not doing that. The man we call El Hombre. The man who I'm going to be pretty much glued to at the Steel Show because I love his hair and I love the way it smells. Mr. Eric is... Will be running sound at the Steel Show, Strathers. I wish he hadn't said is. Dang it. Is going to be running... Is going to be running. No. Is going to be running yeah. sound. And Les and I are probably going to be running the door, by the way. So we're all working at Steel. I'll be blocking the door. <laughs> hustling, apparently. hustling. Every hustling, day I'm hustling. hustling. Yeah. Every day I'm hustling. What's the cost at the door? Uh, for you, it's free because you already paid. <laughs> How's there everybody? are no tickets at the door. It is sold out. It is completely oh, sold out. Shit. But you can do this. You can't. It's going to be at the second level. We're, we're really hoping... Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. Don't this, tell people how to sneak in to steal... No, no I'm, I'm not telling people how to sneak in. First of all, this podcast is coming out during the event, so this <laughs> That's is not, true. let's not even talk about it anymore. It's just, yeah, it's done. Yeah. We just hope we see you there. And if not, we hope you listen to it, and it's going to be a great one and, and all that great stuff. But how's everybody doing tonight, guys? We're pretty much at the party right now. Yes. When this is being released. Mm-hmm. And if, this is, if you're listening to this on Sunday, Les and I are flying back. Boo, you're staying in Chicago. That's right. Eric, you're staying in Chicago. Correct. Hopefully, both of you get to go to the Mandalorian panel and send me information. I just want to be at a panel in general. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, I'm, I am, I am winning all four lotteries. I did. Hang on. We're in the future. I won all four lotteries. So yeah, I, I'll be at every panel. Oh, I can't wait to ask you how those uh, panels were in a second. We're going to get into that. How's everybody else doing? Les, how are you feeling? You're you getting a little better progressing? Yes. Okay, great. And Boo? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Uh, uh, currently, while people are listening to this, there's a drink in my hand, so I'm a-okay. He's doing all right. Yeah. Now, this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than the others because we're going to do our Star Wars predictions of what we think is happening as it's happening while you're listening. Pretty crazy. It's like a movie inside of a movie. And we're also going to talk a little bit of fandom, like Game of Thrones and some Black Widow news and stuff like that, but pretty short episode. And we're going to come back next episode with some interviews and some great times. And we're going to bring our recorder and we're going to record as a group for a little bit. The podcast, uh, The Sithless, I mean, all together at once. So that's how it's going to go down. So before we do that, let me give the shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like Now This Podcasting, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 2187, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, and Finger with Randy and Jason. Go to makingstarwars.net to listen to all of those podcasts. We can find us on social media, The Sith List, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us on TeePublic, The Sith List. Uh, check us out and send us some emails and voicemails to SithList at gmail.com. We truly appreciate it. think that's the shenanigans. We're going super fast right here, huh? I'm zooming through this. The box office report. I can tell you this. I have no idea what the box office report is, but I can tell you Shazam killed it this week. And I can tell you Pet Cemetery killed it this week. And I will say this about Pet Cemetery: Stephen King came out and he saw it and he said these words, fucking awesome. He used the words fucking. He loved it. Wow, really? Yeah, he really, really liked it. Okay. And he wants everybody to go see it. Which means I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> Which means, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, there's a chapter in the book. I don't know if you remember. Uh, they talk about digging up the cat for the very first time. No, digging the ground to put the cat. Right. And you yeah. hear, but they're walking in the woods. You hear nothing, but you visualize the noises that, that it's making. There's, it's very sound heavy in the book. Yes, yes. They describe oh, yeah. noises and it's really scary. freaky. Yeah. They try to do the same exact thing in the movie. And it's all about sound and the direction sound is and the clarity of sound and how loud it gets. So I think you're going to enjoy that, Eric, if you get to see it. Yeah, I bet it'll be scare the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds eager. There's one thing I like. It's pooping my pants and never sleeping again. Exactly. Who needs any of that? Yeah, exactly. I think you'll appreciate the sound quality, at least. Close your eyes and just listen to the sound. Well, that's even worse. Are you fucking kidding me? Your yeah. your imagination is going with the how the hell is happening? Fuck that's, that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Dude, I, when I was a kid, I read that book and this cover of it scared me so bad that I had to make sure it was pointing face down when I would go to sleep that's or else awesome. I would know that it was going to kill me. <laughs> I would know. So you're not really eager to go watch it? No, dude, I would love to see it. Yeah. Um, I didn't much care for the original adaptation. Me too. Me too. I didn't like it. It's This one looks really yeah. good, though. This one looks really good. Hopefully, maybe by ne- next episode, we'll get to see this thing. And I hope you guys enjoyed Shazam. I know we all did. Yes. And Eric's going to talk about a movie. He actually went and saw a movie, a historic moment in the Sith list. And stop he's going to give press. Stop yeah. the Presses. He's going to give a review in a little bit. Can't wait for that. But before we do that, I think it's time for a little Star Wars news and our predictions of what is happening while it's happening. So, Mr. Struthers, 
We have enjoyed an unbelievable weekend in Chicago. We ate so well. We ate so many pieces of deep dish pizza. We had a great time together. What is your take on the Star Wars celebration panel? So what was your favorite panel, Mr. Struthers? Man, I got to tell you, right now, it's weird because it's Sunday and or late Saturday night. So I've, you know, I went to the episode nine panel and I loved it. I thought it was great. I was thrilled at the title reveal. Oh, my so gosh. well done the way they did it. It was really something. And uh, David Collins' panel about the, the music of The Phantom Menace, so good. You know what, Eric? I tried to get into that. I tried to get into that. But there was like a line outside, and I just got, they just looked at me and said no. It was like going to a nightclub or something. It was really weird. They said only people that are in the music industry were allowed to go in. And I tried to fake my way, and it didn't work out. So, yeah, how was that thing? Well, in in all honesty, uh, uh, Mr. Collins said that he was aware that because I said I was going, that there were like 50 more people in there that went because they said they were going with me. So he thanked me. And then um, so, yeah, I actually interviewed him and uh, I'm going to play that interview for you here in a little bit. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, it's really good stuff. I definitely want to listen to that. Yeah, what's cool. What do you think about the uh, episode being called The Balance of the Force? (laughs) Well, it was actually it was actually called The Last Hope. But, you know, I I guess I don't know. I thought it was called The Last Hope that has the balance of the force. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So I was drinking at the bar last night with Daisy Ridley, and uh, she told me what she thought it was going to be and that she was just as surprised as we were. It was very crazy that they didn't even know. And we got to I know. experience the entire thing with them and the tear that came down her eye on her right eye while my tear came down to the left. I thought we had a connection there. Okay. But the craziest thing, Eric, I thought you would be really, really happy about this. I, I saw when Daisy really went to go grab the tissue to wipe the tears off her cheeks on her shoulder. She had a like something about Taylor Swift. What was okay. that? So, so this is, I, I was, I wasn't going to tell anybody this, but Daisy and I got matching tattoos where if we put our shoulders together, it says Swifties forever on there. She oh, has half of it so and nice. I have half of it. It's, it's pretty cool, man. She oh, and I really hit it off. We're like besties now. Oh, you guys are besties. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to, to do that at the Beyonce concert and I tried to get near her at the Rose Bowl, but they, they handcuffed me and kicked me out. Yeah, you got so that, didn't, that yeah. did not work out for me at all, but I'm glad that you got through. With uh, with Taylor, you keep well. You, you, you call her Taylor now or no? <laughs> no, I meant Daisy and I are besties. Oh, Daisy and I. Oh, I thought you and Taylor. Because why would Taylor be there? Yeah, that doesn't make we sense. We got matching. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift got a tattoo that said "Swifties Forever." <laughs> uh, so yeah. the re- the reason that Daisy Ridley decided to be my pal is because I make lightsabers. Yeah, I'm sure she loves that. I'm sure she she yeah. uh, she's yeah. very excited about that. Okay, so Les, what was your uh, opinion on the title, man? What was your what was your deal? Well, I'm still just trying to make sure my bank account is still good after paying for drinks. Yeah, guys, I mean, when I said uh, I've been I've been promoting this for a while that Les is going to buy people drinks. I didn't think that everybody was going to hit him up for shots, and I appreciate that you guys did. You guys listened to me, and you guys did it, and I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Damn you, Raj. No, it's okay. But the title, Les. I'm broke, dude. That's my title. You gotta make it. <laughs> Less is broke. Episode nine. <laughs> Less okay, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. Less is broke. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so the title. What did you think? It was well. It wasn't what I was expecting, to be honest. When they said, you know, episode nine, 
the gray Jedi, I was oh, like, yeah. what the hell? Okay, the, the they're going to really throw that out there. Okay, that's fine. The last gray, hopeless Jedi. <laughs> so sad. It was actually the lightning, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. So did you <laughs> feel a little fuzzy when they... When you I, just, saw the I felt the what, energy from everybody what, else, and that was what kept me going, and that's good. Because, what was your uh, reaction to the trailer, though? Like after, what was your favorite part? My favorite part. Well, first of all, let's be honest here. I was really glad I didn't have to do an overnight line. Yeah, fuck you. So yeah, but you weren't happy when I let you sleep in the lobby. <laughs> you locked him out. Yeah, I wasn't gonna let him. He's got to deal with it. Yeah, I'll you kick a Dorian. I tried, but yeah, I yeah. didn't want to get arrested no. in Chicago. So yeah, I cuddled up with the blankie. That was good. The trailer was really cool. It was good to see. I'm glad they waited till celebration to release some stuff. It almost was good timing. Yeah, you know what? All the complaining and stuff. <clears throat> I'm so glad they waited for the title yeah. and they waited for the trailer. I have, wow, it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. So yeah, they did their thing. Maybe this is the way, or this should be the blueprint for other uh, productions going forward because it was really cool. And to be able to sit in the, we got into the overflow room, right? Uh, you got in the overflow room. Me and Eric yeah. got into. You the guys real got room. into the main one. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we're in the main one. Yeah. 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 We were lucky, backstage. Lucky duck, too. But still, it was we pretty cool. We were backstage. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you like that? How about Boo? How about you? Yeah, no, what is it? I was, uh, I was super surprised that they were to keep everything under wraps, you know, on uh, on episode nine, Snoke's Not Dead. Yeah, that uh, was crazy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the Snoke Not Dead thing and yeah. and putting him back together with the solder. Well, no, that, no, no, no. What was crazy is that he... He just stitched he, him up, dude. Yeah, no, crazy. no, but he had Darth Maul's spider legs. That was the crazier part. I've seen that before, so I wasn't that surprised oh, okay. that Lucasfilm yeah. would bring back and mm-hmm. rehash that. Mm-hmm. But just having him being soldered by a lightsaber, yeah, the thing that actually snapped him in half it was was nuts. Yeah, I don't I, get it. I really, but I, it worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yeah. So so that was that was the shocking, surprising thing for me. Yeah. Well, well, I think what you're thinking of is you must have seen the concept art because what they actually it looks like what they ended up doing is you know how we saw on the poster where. The original uh, Skywalker Graflex flash tube lightsaber has been put back together, and it looks like it's got some sort of like copper copper tape. You said it, really? band around it. That's what they did to Snoke. Same material. Oh, I didn't get that when I saw oh, okay, the lightsaber okay. actually solder him. I I didn't get that part, but that well, makes you, total because, sense now. Because yeah, on um uh on the Holonet they had a commercial with Space Billy Mays, and he was showing this stuff that would. Bond Space Billy Mays here. Back together. <laughs> Space Billy Mays. That's great. Space Billy Mays. The Copper cool thing Copper about Copper this Sutter. episode r- right now is that we can literally say anything and nobody will know because everybody has stopped listening already. That's true. <laughs> well, that was our Star Wars predictions, guys. In a roundabout way, we're improving this whole thing. We're, and I hope that we are not right on any of the things that we just said, except for some except of the titles. Except for the tattoos. The ta- except well, for the tattoos. Yes, the tattoos. With Daisy. Yeah, and I me. hope. And I hope I have a connection with Daisy, and I hope we both cry at the same time. But I probably won't be in that room with her. When Eric is like, "Hey, we met. I met Les and Carlos. So I'm going to take us. He's going to take us with him instead of you." Oh. Actually, that doesn't even... I hope that you have a panic attack on the plane on the way there. Oh, that's nice. Cool. That's not very nice. Well, it's not, like he was, it's not like he was nice. No, no. You know when there's nothing wrong on the plane, but there's yeah. one person that's freaking out and has a panic attack? Like Twilight uh, Zone panic attack? Yeah, I hope you see some Jeez. like a fuzzy dude on the wing. Oh, gosh. As long as this not doesn't a, even fit into the episode, we're like Eric said, we're literally saying whatever the hell we want. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and I apologize, people that are listening, it's because 
Uh, obviously, we, we, we don't know what the hell is going on in any way or fashion, but we, we're actually literally there right now. So that's why we wanted to put this out. That's your Star Wars report. There's nothing to report other than fake news. Well, since we don't have any news, we do have, thank the maker, we do have an On the Throne with King Tom that is about Chicago and celebration. Thank you for bailing us out here, Mr. Liege, our liege. Let's do On the Throne with King Tom. Gentlemen, the king. Hey there, Sith listeners and Sith listeners. You know, I'm really looking forward to Star Wars Celebration. One of the big reasons is that I will get to meet and hang out with all of you. And it, I think it's it's going to be a fun time for everyone. And, and not just you guys. I have other friends from Twitter what? and, you know, the online Star Wars community that I'm going to be meeting and hanging out with for the first time. Whatever, and I think a dude. lot of us feel that way. <laughs> But I know one thing that the five of us have in common is that oh. I don't think, except for Eric, many of us have spent a lot of time in Chicago before. I've driven through it a few times, and as an adult, I've, I've really only been there once. But in our world, we're able to experience different places, even if we've never been there, through the media we follow. And I definitely have images in my head of Chicago from movies, TV shows I've watched. Although Perfect Strangers is really the only TV show that comes Perfect to mind. But strangers. I kind of am curious as to what your image of Chicago is. Cousin Larry. Through things you've seen or read or music, even music you've listened to. I think Frank Sinatra had a song about Chicago. And then there's Chicago the band. And that's a whole nother strumming with Strothers. That, you know, I, I'm hip to us getting sometime in the future. But I, I, I am curious, what do you guys think about Chicago? Me, the two big things that scream Chicago to me are The Fugitive and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And they both have parades in common. And the one time that I went to Chicago as an adult, I was stuck in traffic because of a parade. You know, in my mind, I think Chicago, I think parades. But I'm curious as to what you guys think. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you later. Thank you, King Tom. I've, I've actually been to Chicago three times. I've gone to Lollapalooza three times. So I love the city. It's a fantastic city. It's celebrated St. Patrick's Day there. I can't wait for you guys to experience it. It's a really good time. But when I think of Chicago, I always think about the Cubbies. Always. And Wrigley Field. Because every time I go, we go to a, to a Cubs game. But uh, how about you guys? Eric, you've been to Chicago, obviously, he said, multiple times. Oh, yeah, I've been there tons of times, man. I did a lot of work in the area. I dig it. Now, one one thing that I unfortunately associate with Chicago is the traffic. Mm. It sucks. Um, yeah, now, good. since they've really made the push for uh, open road tolling on the tollways, it's a little bit better. But yeah, there's some areas, man, where you just you're just sitting dead, and that just that used to be a given. But you know. Whether you're in the suburbs or downtown, it's interesting. There's lots of stuff to see. There's great food. You definitely cannot deny mm. that. So it, usually I think about, and it's weird, but I think about Walgreens when I think of Chicago because I worked on probably 70 or 80 Walgreens stores in that area. And then, um, and then yeah, pizza. Yeah, pizza. Absolutely. And por Portillo's. Oh, Portello's. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I remember Portello's. So, Les, what do you, you've never been to Chicago. I know oh. you're all, you, you're ready for the food. I'm ready for the food. 
all I'm thinking is, is when I get off the plane, I'm going to hear, uh, I'm going to hear the intro to the Chicago Bulls when they were kicking everybody's ass. At the Alan Parsons Project. Yeah, back in the day, so I'm just going to hear, ladies and gentlemen. Chicago Bulls. So, that's pretty much like, that was all we had. Yeah. For everything, for me, as a California kid, was just that. And then uh, hearing the stories of, like, streets, you know, through the rappers like Common and Kanye West. Um, I kind of wish I could get to see some of that, but I know we're there for one thing. But I really would like to enjoy a Chicago dog and then oh, you will. some deep dish. So Oh, you will, for sure. Can't, can't Multiple wait for times. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple Cannot times. Cannot wait to be able to get, you know, either, you know, just to get that authentic and that real Chicago love. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Boo, what do you think? You've never been there. I've never been there. Uh, what I think of Chicago, I think of the Blues Brothers. Coming to you on a dust road. Good loving, I've got a truckload. Oh, of course. That's, that's mine, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, I think of pizza. And then also the Bears being a Packers fan. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears can the Bears go fuck themselves. Yeah, they can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soldier Field is shit. No, it's not. No, actually. it's beautiful. No, it's actually really nice. It's yeah, so beautiful. When, when the Packers play there, I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. I yeah, got to take Soldier a tour of Soldier Field. Nice. It yeah. feels like you're when you get on the grass and you look. If you ever get a chance to take a tour, even if you're not into sports, take a tour of the sports facilities. They're amazing that what you get to do and you get to go on the field. Soldier Field looks like you're in a spaceship mm-hmm. once you get on the grass. It's crazy. So massive. Yeah. So massive. It's beautiful. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're very excited. Hopefully, we get time to do all these things. It's, it might be raining a little bit when we're there, so hopefully that doesn't put Does it. Wayne's World take place in Chicago? Wayne's World? In Aurora. It's a suburb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice pull there. By the way, thank you, King Tom, for that. We really appreciate it. We You bailed us out on talking about stuff that we had no news for. Pop culture breakdown. Game of Thrones documentary coming to HBO. Deadline is reporting that HBO will air a two-hour Game of Thrones documentary this May, capping the final six-episode season, offering broken-hearted fans a final glimpse. Billed as a bonus for fans, Game of Thrones, the last watch is what they're calling it. will air May 26th on HBO and will chronicle the making of the final season. So there you have it. We get to get a behind-the-scenes. It's supposed to be pretty cool. And they weren't going to put this out, uh, but they were only going to put it on a DVD, but they got pressure to do it. So fans of Game yeah, of you're going to have to give us a little bit more Game of Thrones after divorcing us, basically. How dare you? Here's <laughs> yeah. a cool thing that all of our Star Wars fans will appreciate. They've kept the set pretty tight-lipped and closed, mm-hmm. obviously. But they had one particular visitor was lucky enough, actually, to make the cut. And he was a guy by the name of George Lucas. According to Entertainment Weekly... Various actors from Game of Thrones spoke of Lucas's visit, an event that took place more than months before Disney announced that Game of Thrones showrunner Beanie Alpha Wise had signed on to write and produce a possible new Star Wars trilogy. The reveal of Lucas visiting came during a set visit last spring and definitely left an impact on a bunch of the actors. And so that's pretty damn cool, man. It's pretty great. Especially Davos. The, the guy that plays Davos, Liam, Liam, Liam Cunningham, Cunningham. Yeah. said that it was uh, fantastic having him on set. And he thinks that that Beanie Alpha Weiss are going to bring more of the storytelling aspect to the Star Wars franchise, and he thinks they're going to be a perfect fit for it. So Lucas going all the way to... Um, he went to Belfast, right? He went to Belfast, yeah. He went to Belfast to go on set, which was very cool. So there you go. All full circle. And maybe talk to Beanie Alpha Weiss about... I'm sure. The trilogy, yeah. I'm sure. They picked his brain like crazy. 
I would imagine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, we got an email from our boy Manny. Mm-hmm. He listened to our podcast a couple of weeks ago. And we talked about Molly Crew, Van Halen, stuff like that. And I think he's just rubbing it in on this one. Oh, no. So this is what he says. He said, hey, Raj, I just want to let you know, I got to see David Lee Roth from Van Halen in 1980. Each Van Halen song consisted of a five-minute Eddie Van Halen solo in the middle. Wow. This was for the Women and Children First Tour. They stopped the concert because someone threw a joint on stage and they lit it up. Ah, first of all, you seeing them during that tour must have been amazing. And then he puts, I got to see Freddie front queen in 1980 for the game tour. Came out on Darth Vader's shoulders to sing We Are the Champions. I've seen pictures of that. He did that all tour. That is awesome, by the Mm. way, that you got to do that. Was excited to see Led Zeppelin, but Bonham went and killed himself before they started that tour. Bummer. Or maybe it's Bomber. Oh. Mm. Got to see The Who in 1985. Unfortunately, after Keith Moon's death, Bob O'Reilly sounded real kick-ass. First time I saw Rush was the Grace Under Pressure tour. Jealous yet? Manny. Well, this email was a, just a stab into a my nice heart. humble brag. Yeah, nice humble brag, but amazing that you got to see everybody. I got to see all these guys, kind of. So Van Halen, I saw him couple years ago and they were awful um, uh, uh, queen i got to see with the lead singer of uh bad company oh okay uh, that was about six seven years ago and that was pretty damn cool i will admit it was amazing led zeppelin i didn't get to see obviously but i got to see page and plant mm-hmm. on tour and i didn't appreciate it as much as i should have and now I'm bummed out that I don't remember the show as much as I, I wanted to. We got to see The Who. Les was there. We got to see yeah, The I Who in the Honda Center. Yeah. wasn't good. Oh. Um, it wasn't. And I like The Who. Dude, yeah. But it just, it just wasn't good. But they did Bob O'Reilly, and it did kick ass. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And the first time I got to see Rush was the Presto Tour, um, was it, which is the album after Grace Under Pressure. So I kind of got to see people like you did, but not in their prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm watching but Albert Pujols. Rush Pujols's is still play kind of in their prime. Rush is done. I get it, but like when we saw them. Oh, when we saw them, yes. They were oh, yeah. still no. pretty. Russia's been beast. good. Yeah. Russia's been good since the day I saw them to the, day, yeah. the, the last show. They, they've never gone south at all because they knew what they were. You know what I mean? It's not like they were jumping around and doing splits like David Lee Roth. So, but thank you for that email. Thanks for rubbing it in, buddy. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, coach. Thank you. We have a very cool Bumblebee trailer, and I wanted to play this because we're going to dive into Transformers in a little bit. I don't think you've guys seen this. Mm-hmm. It's a VHS version of a trailer that they put out, and it's very 80s-ish. So um, let's play the Bumblebee trailer. Ha, the old Paramount logo. Hmm. Paramount home video. Meet Charlie. She's just your typical teenage girl, working your typical summer job in your typical beachside town. But on her 18th birthday, everything that's typical about Charlie's life is about to shift gears. Because that's when Charlie discovers <laughs> this him. This awesome, dude. Bumblebee. He's a car. an Autobot. Oh, I love this Cybertron shots. He's her best friend. <laughs> Sent from Cybertron by Optimus Prime. <laughs> you hear the song in the background? From the evil Decepticons. You must protect the planet. We will fight on. We are Decepticon peacekeepers. This is humiliating. They literally call themselves Decepticons. 
That doesn't sound like any red flags. Sir, anyone that can help you? Do you have a family? Oh, who would be? With action, excitement, and heart. <laughs> Bumblebee is fun for the whole family. That was radical. Bumblebee. Yellow lightning. Now on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yellow, yellow lightning. That was. <laughs> that was epic. I don't know. That was so epic, was- man. Two things. Yeah. Uh, what's a VHS? And oh, I think that gave away way too much. Gave away. The movie's been out for a year and a half. Dude, <laughs> gave away. That revealed way too much. That trailer. I have seen the entire movie, and I'm 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 annoyed. And <laughs> I'm so angry. Uh, guys, if you haven't seen that trailer, definitely check it out. It's they they do the very old school tracking problem on the VHS. Looks all fucked up at times. Yeah, yeah. it's so great. And the movie it, it encompasses the entire movie by the way. It was it was bitching that movie. No, but what they should have done is put like the whole Disney uh where it like in, coming soon to VHS where it's blaringly loud and you go deaf you're like, "Oh, oh fuck, yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on?" Yeah. They should put that at the yeah. start. But the beginning was pretty cool cuz it had the old Paramount yeah, logo. home video logo, which is really really Yeah, cool. with the synth the synth sound that had like you know four note polyphony that's <laughs> really good awesome man and the song in the background was fantastic man um so were there any shots in that that weren't from the actual movie like where it was anything repurposed no i i saw everything that was there was pretty much in the movie yeah was, because the house the house where he stomps the car yeah the, the car flat dude that looks suspiciously like the house that the big party was at in 16 candles. Oh, wow. <laughs> maybe, may, oh, maybe they did that on purpose. That would be yeah. very cool if they did. Yeah, that would be really cool. No, but that house definitely is in the movie. Cause yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's something goes down during that scene. But yeah, yeah check yeah, out if you haven't the seen the car Bumble, goes down, the car yeah. goes down. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, definitely check out the, the movie's great. I love this. One of my favorite movies of the year last year. So check it out. Uh, so I wanted to play that. And also, the Transformers, the outlook for the franchise, it looks like they're going to still use some of the Bayham stuff, which is awful, uh, which I'm not happy about. But they're going to kind of incorporate what we get from Bumblebee, the film, and what we get from from Bay, which I'm not too, yeah, I'm not too jazzed about that stuff. So regardless of what the plot is, it looks like the plan is the character of story of Bumblebee and the action of Michael Bay movie, and they're going to fuse them together and give everybody something that they want. I just don't think that people want the Michael yeah, about Bay to say, stuff anymore. Every, I don't know why they're holding on to that. Yeah, who wants to hold on to the Michael Bay stuff? Right. I don't know. Not me. Now, let's get into some comic book TV movie news. Our boy, Mr. Struthers, went to a movie. and Yeah, finally. Finally went to a movie. Please let us know what movie and what you thought about this movie. Um, I'm very eager to find out which movie you went to and what you thought about it. We finally went to go see Captain Marvel. And uh, accompanying me was my lovely wife, Amanda, and my two kids, Stella and Henry. Stella is six and Henry is four. That's semi-important coming up. That's why I tell you. Okay, me personally, we all love the movie. I'm just going to say that. But the pace thing feels a little slow and weird. 
at, mm-hmm. at in the beginning, and I thought, man, and I'm only super sensitive to it because I'm thinking my kids are going to become unmanageable during right. this. Nope, they loved it. They were couldn't have been better. It was a really good time, and I dug the movie. I thought the storyline was handled well. I thought for the most part the acting was pretty good, and uh, yeah, we really dug it. So the cool. kids. We're, we're annoyed that we had to stay through the credits. <laughs> what? They're like, why yeah. are we can't staying? We, can't we just go? Yeah, that second but, credit payoff wasn't that great. Well, maybe, maybe for yeah. the kids it was, though. Maybe for the kids. Well, that's what I was like. Aren't you glad we stayed for that? But, yeah, I really dug it, man. Now, here's the big news of, <laughs> of going to see the movie, though. It's what happened after the movie. Oh, okay. We, we leave. We're done. Uh, Amanda has to take the, both the kids to the bathroom. And so in they go, I'm standing out there in the foyer and the, and the, the theater I like to go to, it's got this little bar, it's an AMC mm-hmm. and there's a guy over there who's in the process of being kicked out by the manager. <laughs> and this guy, I asked my wife, uh, cause when I told this story before I was thinking he's like maybe mid twenties and she goes, nah, I think he's probably maybe early thirties even, which makes it more embarrassing. Oh. But he's cussing up a storm, man. You know, fuck this and shit that and blah, blah. And what the fuck's wrong with my language? It's how they're talking in the movie. I guess somebody complained. Okay. And, and I don't know if he was shooting off his mouth during a film or if he was just cussing a lot during the previews. I don't know. None of that matters. The manager is trying to reason with him and the guy's not having it. And so the manager's fine. Like, this is a younger, like, string bean dude, too. He goes, I'm calling the police. And the guy goes, go ahead. Let's do this. <laughs> and he starts sticking around on stuff. But what's great is he's talking about how he's there with his mom, trying oh, to have a good no. time. I've only had a couple of beers. I'm fine. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, this is great. So then he starts back in on the poor girl that's behind the little bar. Well, up walk my kids. Oh, and the guy's like, you know, this shit, blah, blah, blah. And here's the deal. I certainly, my kids have heard me say <laughs> their share of curse words. But I, I don't know what about it, about the situation. But I said, and dude, when I said it, like everything stopped for a second. And everybody looked at me. I said, hey, man. And dude, I just like, and I said, how about you watch your language in front of my kids? And he <laughs> Good goes, for you. And he goes, let me tell you something. And he comes walking over to oh, me, Oh, shit. Here he comes. Oh, and, shit. And, uh, and he gets right up to me. And, dude, like, I've been in tons of fights. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I, I don't know if, if you've done many, you know, gotten into fisticuffs too many times. But you always get, like, that fight or flight response, you know, mm-hmm. where the adrenaline starts going. None of that even happened. Oh. I just looked at him and I, and I said, you don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, he, so he starts, he can't decide now. If he's going to threaten me or if he's going to give me his sob story about how they're kicking him out when he's in there. And I've only had a couple beers and blah, blah, blah. But one of the things he said was, do you expect me to say poo instead? Because that's not how people talk. Well, here comes the manager trying to get in between us because he thinks it's it's going down on, you know, and I'm like going, hey, man, just a customer, (laughs) just a customer. 
can't help you out here. And so, <laughs> so we walk out and my wife, her eyes are huge. And I don't real. it was great, man. My Good little girl's you, like, man. what was that guy trying to say to you, dad? Oh. And I'm like, honey, let's go. But what, what I didn't think about until later was that if I would have had to stomp that guy right in front of my kids, those kids would have not given me an ounce of shit That's for true. like at least Forever. six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I would have had to do would, to tell Stella. You don't want to do this. <laughs> you don't want to do, do this, Stella. So oh yeah, that was God. our. That's big a great away. story, man. That's Bad the problem with uh, these new theaters having alcohol. It, it's uh-huh. not so a good mixture, there's man. Alcohol, yeah. There's alcohol and there's movies and there's yeah. You can well, you get some noxious people. What's great though is you know how like you'll get. Do you ever do that where you're in a situation and you sort of have that brief little daydream in your in your head that you like see it like a mini movie run through your head. In oh, that yeah. scene when Stella walks up, I look over and imagine her like because we just came out of Captain Marvel. Like suddenly her <laughs> eyes are glowing and she just fucks that dude. Up. <laughs> that launches him to the other side of the that room. Would be so He's rad. like, oh fuck. That would be so but I, I, Yeah, it was something, man. But oh, so so the last thing about Captain Marvel, seriously, like it really I loved the message of it. Mm-hmm. And I loved the scene with Jude Law when he's, you <laughs> yeah. know, he's like, now you got to prove to me that blah, blah, blah. And she sends him flying. The, I thought two things that when that happened. Number one, I thought. What would be great, and I'll pro- I probably shouldn't even mention it. It'll be funnier if I just did it. But once that's out for home release, I want to get that, and then I want to get Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, uh, Good and mm-hmm. Evil, and take his dialogue from whenever he's yelling at Kevin Spacey, where he walks in and he's like, "Fuck you, goddamn yeah. bitches!" When they even let me in the fucking house, I had to come in the servants' entrance <laughs> and put that dialogue right in there. Oh, that's a great that. scene. What a great scene that is. Uh, Oh, dude, it is. But but also, it made me think, man, the next time somebody tells my – if somebody ever tells my little girl that she can't do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold them down and let her just beat their face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's great about that film. That's what's fantastic yeah. about that film. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you took your kids. That's great. If you get a chance, definitely try to go hit up Shazam because I think you'll really enjoy that one. And I think that your kids are going to love it too. Yeah, we they the the trailer they really laughed oh, at it a lot. Okay, my good. wife did too. Yeah. Oh, if they the, laugh the, at the trailer, they're gonna laugh at the entire movie. The entire movie cool. is like that. Yeah, it's, it's, again, it's just like Captain Marvel. It's a little the pacing is a little slow in the beginning, but if you fight through the first ten fifteen minutes, you'll you'll it's a payoff. It's really good at the end. Well, I'm glad, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it, buddy. Keeping uh, up with the strong female characters, it looks like Black Widow is rounding their cast off. They reportedly. Gearing up to roll the cameras in London this June, the Marvel movie is slowly assembling its cast. Naturally, Scarlett Johansson will be reprising her role of Natasha Romanoff, the KGB agent turned shield operative turned Avenger. And last month, it was reported that fighting with my family star Florence Pugh was in talks to join the cast as well. Now, The Hollywood Reporter has dropped the news that David Harbour will be appearing in the movie as well. And Variety uh, earlier today reported that Rachel White's is also going to be in it. So Rachel Weiss and David Harbour are going to be in the next Black Widow standalone film, which is, they're getting a good cast, which is great. I'm excited about this. But I think we talked like last year that I don't think it'll ever work. And it's probably stupid for me to say that, but I wasn't saying that because she's a female. I just didn't think her character was big enough to have a standalone film. But after watching like Captain Marvel, 
and watching Doctor Strange were two characters that I I didn't think was were big enough to be successful. I think this is going to do great, and I think she's going to kick ass. What do you think about this, Les? I think it's. I mean, they can't go wrong. I think it's too late to be honest. I think they should have done this a long time ago. That's a great point because if of what Boo is it was saying last episode that we did that he wants this to be the end game mm-hmm. and this is a one of the original characters so we're going yeah. forward with another standalone film with a character that's supposed to be done with that face mm-hmm. that's interesting i mean i i think this is what it kind of feels like hey let's go ahead and do this for you kind of yeah. thing it has that feeling but i'm sure it's going to be good they haven't made too many mistakes uh you know they've learned their lesson they've done their thing Good cast so far. Yeah, great cast. Uh, She's fantastic. Rachel I, I Weiss is fantastic. Really think this is six years too late. Yeah, I do too. A little, That's a shame. A little, yeah, it should have. It should have came out before Wonder Woman, but or even along the same time as Wonder Woman. Personally, well, that's but, how important Wonder Woman was exactly. and the success of Wonder Woman. Yes. That lets them give the confidence to make Captain Marvel. Well, or I'm going to go this. see it. So yeah, yeah, yeah no. it hits, maybe yeah. maybe the opposite happens. Maybe we're clamoring so much to get the past. And to get the original mm-hmm. Avengers, that we're gonna just like be dying for this. Yeah. Well, you know, with you know six years being too late, I agree. But I think now that it's coming out, now we have the opportunity for this to be an R-rated movie. Yes. So if I had to take it six years ago and it be PG thirteen and not be the Black Widow that I think it can be, oh, I see. I think I'd rather wait and get yeah. it. You know, stuff like that. And there's a there's a fat chance that she's gonna be she's gonna be killed in Endgame. You know, or anything like that. So she'll still be around. They'll still have to keep some of the same faces. And, you know, uh, what is it? A lot of people like her face. So she's going to stay around. <laughs> and it's, uh, and, you know, the more they do with her, the better. Yeah. So I, right. and, and I think it, it helps push the idea that they're not all super heroes. That's right. They're all heroes. You know, That's they, true. they can be, you know, you don't need to be Captain Marvel or, you know, Doctor Strange or, you know, anything like that to be an actual useful member of the Avengers. So, if which I think it is going to be rated R, and if I am correct, I'm I'm okay with it taking so long to come out. Yeah, and it goes back to our theory from months ago, where we were talking about how they're going to keep some of these guys alive, obviously, and kind of put them in, sprinkle them, sprinkle them in here and there, just to give the fans a little, you know, remember calming that this is how this is going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That this next phase is going to be okay. We're going to have some familiar faces. Mm-hmm. So, so some 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 news there. All right, so I think that wraps us up for this little mini episode that we did, our episode of predictions of Star Wars Celebration, and we had to throw some fandom in there. We are going to talk some Walking Dead in the next couple of weeks yes. because it was crazy. Are you at Boo, you're not updated? I'm not updated Okay, yet, so no. we're not going to talk about what Ooh. happened, but there's an episode harkens back to old season finales. Oh, shit. Remember the gut-wrenching feelings? Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, oh man, do not look up anything, Boo. I no, I don't. I, I want yeah. you to watch that episode. Okay, yeah. And, and let me know, and we'll talk about it. So for your game, for you Walking Dead fans, and by, by the way, Game of Thrones is on tonight. That's this episode's I'm, coming out. That's what I was about to say. I was like, wait a minute, that's happening tonight. Everybody's watching it at the same time. Well, let's fucking be real. The entire world is stopping and yes. watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll definitely hit that up Ooh, next shit, week. We're definitely bad. talking about. Uh, Les and I specifically are leaving Celebration just to go watch it. Just kidding. It's the only flight we could find. (laughs) But we'll be watching it. We'll be watching it. We'll have people over here and watch it. Les, you going to come over here? Sure. Whatever, dude. 
I said, sure, damn. Guys, thank you for tuning in to this little mini episode. Sorry about those crazy-ass predictions. Hopefully, we didn't get any of them right. And Mr. Struthers, where can people listen to your beautiful voice and stare at your golden locks? Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just follow me on Twitter? But for a lot of you, you should have gone and checked out my golden locks while we were all in Chicago, Chicago together. The goal with the motivators is that we did one pod a day for celebration. So check out the bad motivators feed. If you want to catch up on some celebration news, you may have missed. That's right. One pod a day. That's how committed they are. You know how many pods we're doing a day? Zero, yo. Mm. But we will be doing some recordings and we're going to be doing some interviews and we're all going to be at the same place and we're going to record. So we will put out a pod with all that cool stuff in it. Most of it's probably going to be pretty um, crazy. We definitely going to have some, but check out the bad motivators, a pod a day. That's commitment. Damn. Les, where can people find you? On Twitter at less is more 78. Also at my house during Sunday night for game of Thrones. That's correct. Wiener, 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 wiener. I can't listen to that thing anymore without hearing that. Yeah. Boo, where can people find you? On Twitter at the Sithless Boo. And you can find me at the Sithless. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. We will catch you next week on episode number 141 of The Sithless. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I will show you around. I love it. Bet your bottom dollar you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago. The town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. On State Street, that great street, I just want to say. They do things they don't do on Broadway. They have the time, the time of their life. I saw a man, he danced with his wife in Chicago, Chicago, my hometown. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, that your bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago. The town that Billy Sunday could not shut down On State Street, that great street I just want to say They do things that they never do on Broadway They have the time, the time of their life I saw a man and he danced with his wife in Chicago Chicago, Chicago, that's my hometown.